We are not affiliated in any way with Wattpad or the authors of the books we discuss. Every opinion is independently our own and these episodes are just the two of us chatting absolute shit for an hour of our lives. If you have not read the book that we are about to discuss, then please be warned that these episodes will definitely contain spoilers and we all know how much spoilers suck. As always, this is intended to be a PG-13-ish podcast, and while you can expect some swearing, there will be, we will be censoring Beth's more colourful language with Sarah saying something ridiculously stupid. If you like what you're hearing and fancy sponsoring us or supporting us, please give us a heads up so we can set up, set up a Patreon to support our dream of running this podcast. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy the episode. love your expression every time I say that. You just look at me like, oh, oh no. Well, this is an interesting episode today because, not because of anything majorly bad, but when I say, what are you reading this week? Beth got two books for reasons. So Beth, what are you reading this week? Well, the first book we were going to read was, I forgot the name of it already. We're off to a great start. When Queens Fall. When one. Queens Fall by Haley Shalice. Shalice? I can't even help you. Um, but yeah. But yeah, that was... Unfortunately... That was the one we were originally going to read. But we it, we couldn't get into it like we have with all the previous ones. And it was, it was actually quite upsetting are... because the storyline seemed so interesting and her writing was great, but I just could not get hooked on it. For me, it wasn't that I couldn't get hooked. I think I just need a lot more time to get through it. And I don't think what my day trying to read it was going to happen. Like, it's still on my reading list. I just don't think it's a what are you reading reading list. Like, I might pop in a few weeks and be like, okay, I finally finished it. Because I got to about chapter 12. It literally took me six hours to get to chapter nine. Like, it was such an in-depth book with so much lore and history and there were so many it was a lot of jargon and it was two different lands and two different people and two different it was a lot of happening all at once and even within that the plot points were moving a lot at once and it was just it was kind of like as I I described it to her because she felt really bad about DNFing it and we're going to go and I think I was saying it's a good chat to have at this point in the podcast as well about DNFing a book but what, how I described it was, it was like Game of Thrones for me. The only reason I got into Game of Thrones was I was forced to watch pretty much the entire first season. I watched the pilot on my own and I clicked off it within like 20 minutes because I just couldn't get into it because it was just the characters. All these characters were thrown at me. All these like jargon and all this stuff, was I just couldn't follow what was happening. And that's kind of like, I was slowly getting there with this, but it was take, it took me six hours to get to chapter nine. So I am still having it on my own personal reading list, but I'm going to then maybe take a month to like go through it. And then I think it's going to be these one of these. It's like the Grisha books. I could not get through the Grisha books. I can read the, sha- the, the Shadow, not the Shadow, the Six of Crows. Fine. I just could not read Shadow and Bones. And then the Netflix show <clears> came and I could follow it. I just could not get through the books. So it is one of those. There's some books that just aren't written for you. And I think this is a good time to have an organic conversation about having that DNFing the book. 
because it's got nothing to do with the author. It's got nothing to do with the writing or the story. It just, we gave it, you got to about chapter nine as well. Yeah, I think, I think yeah. we got to the same chapter-ish. I can't actually remember where I got. Yeah. So by that point, we hadn't, it's not like we got to chapter three and just said no. We did try and give the book a decent chance. Like I always say in like, I was going to say real life books, like Wattpad books are real life Printed books. books. I always give a book about a hundred pages. I give it about a hundred pages and then if it's still not clicking, I'm kind of like, is it something about me? Am I, like, 100 pages, am I getting distracted on my phone? Am I, it's, there's lots of things to DNF a book, but I feel like not every book is written for every person. And it needs to be an okay thing to have a chat about. Like, don't feel guilty to force yourself to read every book. And it's one of those, we've got nothing against the author, it just wasn't a book for either of us. As you said, this isn't a book you would typically pick yeah, up it, at all. No, not even close. It, it's not something that I would, like, find on Wattpad and go, oh yeah, I, I could read this. Yeah. It's the type of thing I'd watch, though. Like, if that was a TV show, I'd watch it. Because it's going to be... But that's no offence to TV, but a lot of the time they have to simplify a lot of things to make it easier for the general public. I want to argue, but I can't. It's yes. very true. That is very true. Because they have to think of the bigger audience. So it is one of those. We've got nothing against it, and I feel like it's a good thing. We don't. Maybe we should have like a DNF playlist so people who might still be interested in the book can still not playlist uh, reading list so people who are interested can be like might not have worked for either of them but you know what I mean it's an option so as we're having this chat before we get into the book we both actually read um for this podcast reach out on socials about your opinions on DNFing because I feel like this could be a very interesting topic to discuss with people I feel like we should put something mm. on the Instagram story be like you know like you can put the questions up and then people will reply to them yeah. I feel like we could consider doing something I'll like do that. that. Probably as I upload this, though. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll wait until this is up. Depending if I remember, by the way, because, you know... Would you like me to make a little note? Sarah got... Yes, because if you and Haz is away, we're going to have at least one date a week and I'm going to get confused, so... <laughs> yeah, Sarah's got a new man. I say that like I'm a weird it just didn't work out with dan we had the most amicable breakup it, methods I ever know, that was that, that was wasn't even a breakup weird. it was just both of us being like nah this isn't working bye so yes now beth would you like to talk with the people about what you read this week right so the book or yesterday that we, or today really. yeah i read it today but the book that we ended up moving on to was actually a recommended book from our what do you recommend forms I was so excited! We, and it this was, is our first recommended book! It was recommended by the author, who is Frenzy Chaos. And the book is part. It's book one in a series called The Lightning Seeker. Which Beth has read two of in one day. Just going to put that heads up. Yeah, we're not, we're not, oh, going, into, we're not going into We're not going into the second book. Not a chance. I'll cry. But yes, yeah, so what the book does is it follows an 18-year-old girl called Vale Vita and she joined okay we should probably <laughs> start by saying it's set in 2312 and it's yeah so just a little way just off. a little way off and it's essentially a 
tech <laughs> it's a technological based world where robots have essentially think of take- it steampunky <clears throat> yeah. kind of deal without the Victorian yeah. aspect. Robots have a s- future punk. Yes. So robots and AIs have essentially taken over to the point where they are considered useful. And as we, uh, well, I think something it says is the only thing humans are still doing <clears throat> is entertainment. Something like I've that. I've got that exact boat. I've got that exact thing saved. It was it's- um. You mean, it's one of those AIs are, robots have taken over to the point where the only things that are human-based are something like entertainment or something. I was like... Mm, so I've got that, but here, it's... Okay. Um, That's my ideal fear, by the way. I watched it as Ex Machina. Yeah, go for it. So it says, technology touched everything. People ate food made by technology, were taught by technology, and were transported by technology. Most human interaction wasn't even necessary, which caused every new conversation to come across... to come across... Uh, to come across as strange and, f- Someone can't speak. <laughs> and full of anxiety. That's every conversation I ever have, but okay. There was hardly a job that a <laughs> robot or computer couldn't do better, so the thought of any human having a job seemed silly. Instead, if people wanted to work, their only option was to be in the entertainment industry. Humans could write books, paint pictures, star in television shows, and create music. Entertainment was the only job that robots didn't run. Yeah. I kind of... That was when I clicked this, being like, oh, this is very clever. Because I feel like a lot of the entertainment is the human aspect of it. Like, music and everything. And I was like, and that is the only thing robots can try but it wouldn't have that same feel but my that is my fear is the world's going to be taken over by robots to be fair this i will happily happily (laughs) this was an i'm going to give up humanity for the alien overlords that's fine but robots it was an interesting take because we're immediately put into this world where robots have taken over but it's not considered a bad thing because they've taken over to the point no. where everyone seems to be fully accepting and they're loving it because they no longer have to go out. They or no- they're born into it and they don't know any difference. They get to, if they want a job, they get to find a job doing something that they love. I mean, yeah. To an extent. Or they don't need to do a job, or apparently. they don't need to even do a job because money no longer exists. It's something you can grow on a tree. They can plant it. I need I this like, life. I, I, want, I want a garden yes, full of money trees. Can we just do trees. the podcast, please? I know. That was what I was like, what? What? Like this girl, man. This girl. Oh. But... Oh, no. This girl. Should we just I've... go straight into talking about Chaos. Because... Fucking Gaia. She is just... She is one of the most headstrong, impulsive characters you'll ever read about. Like, I know we've we've talked about impulsive characters in this podcast before. No, no, no. This girl gave me, like, heart palpitations. She's so impulsive, she lost her own arm. She was told by a... She was told by a healer, calm down, we're healing you. And she was like, no, I need to do this. And started walking off with, like, a full-on leg brace that was... Yeah, what was it? She worried she me lost, all the way she through She lost this. her I arm and had to have it replaced with a mechanical one, which, by the way, badass as fuck as you go through the book. I, I loved it. With a, no, her first impulsive thing, let's just sneak onto an airship <laughs> because the, the captain said no. By the way, captain, I was getting serious. Have you seen... Oh, what's it called? Star something? 
There's like an airship with a captain and I'm going to Google the movie. Star Falls, stars. I'm, keep talking, I'm Googling the movie. For a second I thought Star- you were about Star Wars or Star Trek and I was like, um... No. <laughs> how can you not remember those? Mm, movies. No, Star... <clears throat> but yeah, so she she originally... We see we watch her, she loses her arm and it gets replaced by a mechanical one which turns... As you go through the book, it, like, it gets modified and it's fucking awesome. And then... She breaks her... Well, she shatters the bones in her leg and she's supposed to be on bed. <sighs> be- okay, you wait. I'm talking. <laughs> then no, she, no, sh- no, no, she no, shatters the bone in her leg and the healer tells her, like, right, you've got to be on bed rest. You've got to sit down, otherwise it's not going to heal. And she just kind of goes, nah, fuck that. I want to go save humanity from the rogue AIs. And then she goes about... I mean, as the badass she is, you know... Oh no, this girl, I loved her to bits, but at the same time, I You're was just reading like, it thinking, what chill. the fuck are you doing? <laughs> just sit down. I'm like, this story was moving, it was moving so fast because she was like 100%, 300% of the time. That, that was the best part. The story goes by so fast, but it's not in such a way that you can't keep up with it. It's keeping up with her to the perfect extent of, yes, the events go on and on and on and it goes by fast, but you are in the moment every step of the way and it never goes to the point where you lose track of what has happened or what is happening. It yeah. was brilliantly and I think written. the thing I really loved about her, <laughs> the thing I loved about her as a main character is we knew she was established from like the first chapter. This is her, per- not even the first chapter, first paragraph. This is her personality. I think my mom would complain or something if she knew what I was doing or something like that. And I was just like, I oh, know you're one of these people. Oh, I know you're going to give me a heart attack. But I loved her and she didn't take no. And it was great. And she took I think no shit. <laughs> her dynamic, her dynamic, she was not a Mary Sue. And I freaking loved it. And it was. A, this is a story where they weren't afraid to hurt their characters, both physically and emotionally. And it also made the other characters around her so different as well because she was that what would be the stereotypical bad boy in every Wattpad film but she film <laughs> book but she was that but we liked her you she had that stubbornness and that like you know the what thing mean? is you've all oh we should have had some bits you've also got that point where everyone around her is reacting in the exact same way that we were where they're telling her you need to sit down you need to slow down you need to just stop before you kill yourself and you find yourself like <laughs> empathizing with the people around her because we're reading about it. They are actually in the book watching They're experiencing it happen, experiencing it, with her. it. And then you're just there like, oh my god, someone needs to wrap her in bubble wrap before she loses another leg or another arm or dies. I mean, which you is can also... try, but the girl will still dive through some window and br- burst the bubble wrap. Jump from a fucking ship. I loved ship. it about her because... Oh, we loved her. I loved her so much. And I can... So yeah. So what I was saying is... Have you seen Stardust? I have. The cap, the ship captain in Stardust was what I thought, like an angrier version of him is what was in my mind for the captain of. That's the one where they're on the hunt for the star, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I have. That was one of my like, there's favorite a grum- films there's like growing an- up. Oh. There's like an actual air cap. He's well in Stardust. He like cross dresses but like that character oh god, this movie was the one existed. I was like oh my god so that was the character that popped into my brain the second oh guess what I'm watching after and we finish recording <laughs> more 
The second Morton came on the screen. Screen red. He is. Oh, don't! That was an emotional roller coaster that I was not prepared the for. Fan proclaimed dad of the group. Just because of freaking love him. Yes. It was such a roller. It was. It was one of those. Co- I was getting ready for this. It like, was a roller coaster with Morton. This like as well, adventure because... with Mortem and he was gonna get used. And then he like, goes down with the ship, buddy. Like the grum. And then you're like the captain. He is, but he was spent. He, he saved ten of his people. That was the most. That was before... the best part. When you're originally introduced to him, he's introduced as like this standoffish, bad guy kind of vibe, where you think, oh, he's gonna. He's gonna stick up for himself. He's gonna he's... go off, and if this goes down, he's just gonna protect Grumpy himself. Old man, yeah. And then she nearly she loses her arm, and he replaces it with the metal arm. And you slowly kind of go like, oh, maybe he's not as bad as we thought he was. Or she she spots one storm, and he just throws the GPS over the board, like, hey, I don't care, I've got you now. Oh, yes, the GP the GPS and he didn't he has to put... click like click on. It didn't. Yeah, realize. but and then he was like, oh, we can't have her starving. Let's have a pulley system. <laughs> you can see he's slowly like. And, it... and I was so ready for these like adventures on this one ship, and then within like two chapters, the ship was gone, and, and I was like, he... and ah, then he was shown going down with the ship. And the right, oh, I, I was so upset. Right now, I'm trying to, fi- I'm trying to figure out if the stories in my head have now kind of combined together. He's still alive in the first book, right? He comes back for you. Yes. Okay. He comes back at the very end of. The and he, oh no, what happens in the second? No, I just couldn't. I just couldn't figure out. He's still alive. Okay, he's still alive. I just couldn't That's figure fine. out if in my head he came back in the second book or not. But yeah, he's still alive in the second book. That's all fine. And he's on. Because it ends the book one with them going off on an adventure. First book. Yes, he's on the healing ship that doesn't... We'll get to that because I want to get to my ultimate favourite character who I absolutely love is... uh, Mute. It's Guy. We've got got another Mute. Maui Bean. He's... Maui Bean. By the way, when he was still like... He wasn't talking to her. I'm like, please make this character. That sounds so bad. But I was like, please, because I feel like that'd be such... A refreshing twist. She talks enough of the both of them. It's fine. And it'd be so nice to see. She would see. Well, pretty much she oh, does. Yeah, to she be really fair, does. but like it would be nice to see that character archetype in one of these adventure, like cyber. Like it was just so nice to see that kind of character as a main character in this kind of book, and I adored it. And I adored their interactions because. Because that was a bit of communication lost between them, they had to form a different kind of bond, which clearly was so important to them. The bond I saw between the two of them is the same one I saw in um, the last book, where they had to trust each other while simultaneously learning to trust each other. Where we were? Who we were. There we go. Who we were. So yeah, it was like... Our Alice's... Yeah, it's Alice's eyes. And it was... um, they had to trust each other to make sure they got out alive while also learning why they had to trust each other because they don't know each other and yet somehow yes. they've now got to depend on each other to get away from the AIs and to get off of the ship. Something also I've just realised there, we learn more about Sky and Dash, to be forever to like him, than we actually do our main character like we learn all about them and their father and his, like all that and we just learn snippets about her mom and her dad i think her dad's alive i'm just saying 
please. Sorry, is, it was just hinted. I'm like, please tell me her dad is that's her That's one life. of the cliffhangers of book two, <sighs> which I was really fucking pissed about. <laughs> it's one of the cliffhangers of book two. We also meet... Are we we meet Dash and Sky's grandfather, who is the king of the AIs. That's... Oh, God, of course he is. I didn't like Dash. I'm just going to say that. did not like Dash from the start. <laughs> He grew on me, but I did not like him. That, it was no, so no, no, beautifully no. written, though. Like you're immediately trained to dislike this guy because he's come out of nowhere. He's telling her she can't Copy. do something. He's arrogant to a fault. You've got to learn to love him as you would with any type of person that you meet who is exactly like him. I, but and it's also for him, his arrogance and all that is explained because he is the captain so to speak of his own ship he's got people to look after he has that level of responsibility which no offense but he, i always saw him as kind of their age as well at that age i think he is yeah that's a lot to come that's what i'm saying but imagine being you wouldn't you can't help but feel like well i've got slightly all this power i am going to be slightly confident about it i'm in a rebellion but at the <laughs> same time as you learn more about him you get to the point where you understand why he's so confident in himself and you respect the fact that he's so confident in himself as well because with the stuff that oh, he, yeah respect yeah. him i don't have to completely like <laughs> you don't him. have to completely like him but when you get more into his story you realize like yeah he deserves to behave the way he behaves because <laughs> look at the shit he's gone through <laughs> I mean, the man's not got feet, Sarah. Still doesn't have to be in a weirdo. Are you really have to someone be... to talk about being a weirdo? She was... She, she was claimed... Claimed, that sounds really bad. She is not an object. She clearly had feelings for Sky, and he was still like, mm-hmm. And I was like, gosh, no, shoot your shot. Man. No, no, Go no. Gosh, shoot your shot. <laughs> no. I mean, I can't... Yeah, but no. <laughs> um... And I like the fact they were cousins, but they had the bond of brothers. I like that. That was... I always like that. But then there was also such that organic thing about the fact that they also felt like the other had betrayed them. And it... Well, cousins are a good topic for that because, again, it's the whole you can't choose your family, you can choose your friends. I have cousins I don't like. I'm not going to say names on the internet, but I have cousins I don't like, and I have cousins that are pretty much my siblings. So, I mean, it's one of the cousins are that weird grey area with family where you don't actually have to like 300% see them all the time. I'm going through all my cousins in my head, and I, I, I honestly don't hate any of them. I don't know most of them well enough to like them, but I don't hate any of them. No, I. Mm. I've got a cousin who's essentially no, no, like my twin. Word. And we don't talk to each other. <laughs> By the way, me and technology are not friends. I managed to... We have scanners at work, like, you know, the Sainsbury scanners, which <laughs> should be impossible to, like, break. You broke one, didn't This you? girl broke one! Yeah. I got moved completely different stations. I broke one. And to this day, none of the managers know how I did it. So I'm like, cool. <laughs> Great. Uh, where were we? Complaining um, that Wattpad's down. Come on! Yeah, we were complaining with Wattpad's It's saying... It was saying an error, but then it's saying yeah, it's, it's like say- there's too many people on the thing. Whenever I well, try I'm loading getting two it on different the- errors now. Whenever I try loading it on the app, it tells me, oh, there's a problem. Well, oh, I've got a bad again. gateway error. 
I have a bad gateway error and then I have a Wattpad is currently over capacity. You'd think they'd be able to fix that, but you know. I what just pad? said friend, Frenzy Chaos is planning on submitting to the Watties this year. Yes! Please do! It's do it. phenomenal! We will give you some promotion on my... Well, at least I'll give you promotion on my personal account. We won't do it, do it on the Instagram because I feel like that'd be a bit weird. We can't really be everyone read this. I feel like that's really unfair. Yeah, Unless we did it for every book. Uh, that's, that's a bit too yes. much. Cool. So where were we? Uh, we were talking about cousins. Yeah, the whole AI thing. Can we please discuss this? Because AI... The idea behind that scares me. Ex Machina freaking scares me. <laughs> this was, but the fact they took that concept and actually took like it was a such a good idea because humans are so like oh because AI one of the things that make people AI is they aren't to harm humans that was like meant to be programmed into an AI like it's one of the three rules of robotics. So the fact they've like taken These that and like taken care. one of them away. <laughs> These ones will kill you. Yeah, exactly. But I feel like that's why the humans are very much like okay because it is one of the three rules of robotics or something. And I really am like, ah. Uh-uh. But like robots, you can't really like injure them. You can only like kill them. And it's very scary. You have to be badass. Like her whole like going in and just destroying that one ship. I was reading that it was and I'm like, I can see this. Brilliant. I can see this in my mind. It's such a good set piece. Honest. <laughs> just. It brings into question the current dependency that society has on technology as well. Because the way we're going, that as a likelihood for our future is so real. We could we genuinely. We could genuinely end up in a society where people are so dependent on technology that it ends up replacing every aspect of our lives. Maybe not us. I mean, but I've watched Wally, and that's an okay society. I'm okay with. I'm okay to be on a pod and just growing fat and just getting fed slush puppies. And then not, we not with the AI, and saving the world. Yeah, but not where the AIs are going to end up nearly killing us because we don't agree with them ruling the planet. I mean, the Wally ship did that, remember? The ship went against them all, but then Wally won. We need a Wally. We're going to make a Wally and we'll be fine. We've got and then a we'll Wally, she's pizzas. called Vale. Vale? No, because Wally was like, Eva! And Vale's like, I'm going to shoot everything with my cool sword arm and I'm going to run ahead even though I've got a broken leg. <sighs> Girls, I had so much anxiety over her because I was like, just chill, heal. The thing's still gonna be there. Breathe. Then she blow. Oh, I just can't. I can't deal with it. Oh. It's no. so brilliant. It was the fact written, that you met. You literally messaged me at lunch, being like, "Have you read the book?" And I was like, "I'm just not reading it. Don't like." Eh. <laughs> so the thing is, you, I was like, "I finished it. Please tell me you finished it." And you were like, "No, I'm still reading it." I was like, "Right, you need to tell me as soon as you finish because." It's- I know. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Oh, it's so good. But the thing is, this is not a book I would normally pick up. Because I like steampunk, but I feel like it is one of those ones that if you're going straight into... No, like, I like the concept and the images and stuff. But it's never something I've ever read because I'm like, I feel like that's just a whole world that I don't know how to start getting into. Like, I can look at it and be like, pretty. But yeah. So that's why I was really interested. That's why... That when this was suggested, I was like, yeah, put it on the list because 
it is something completely different that I know either of us would yeah, like, no. ever Steam- read. Steampunk in general has never been something I've been particularly into. Like I've I had an ex who was obsessed with it and to this day I still don't understand how. Like the his entire family did like a steampunk Christmas decorations all around their house and I was like, eh no, thank you. I'll take a candy cane and fuck off home. <laughs> so yeah. No, this is so good. And the fact it's not even got 10k reads, I'm like, why? This book is so good. It's so good. And it's such a quick read. Like, I read it in a day. You read two books in a day. But everyone, please go read this book so we can all, thing, all together I think The problem is, I think it's understand. such a quick read just because I physically could not put this book down once I started it. Oh, That is why it's And then it's when you got to the read. end of book one, you were like, I need, an ans- I need so many answers. <laughs> and I'm now scared to read book two because you're like, you don't really get many things at all. Is you- there a book three coming? There is a book three coming. The problem is, okay. book two answers a lot of questions from book one. Then it just then raises so many fucking more questions that you're going to get in book three. And book three's not released yet. So I'm just sat here just like, eh, what do I do? <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> I'm just, I'm oh, just no. rocking back and forth like, I need my answers. I need my answers. See, and you can't even then turn to, like you do with my books, and be like, Sarah, what is this answer? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I know you forget, so I do give you that. But I can't do that with another author because that. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, no, that's not how this works. But yeah, I need everybody to like read this because if anything, read it for that final attack on that ship against all the AI. Her strapped to his back, just shooting things from the sky, and they're silent. Oh. And then there was just a random council meeting when we met all these other people and I was like, there's so much more happening than this little corner of the universe that we've been sectioned to for like this whole book and then do you want to they're know going who, off do you on know, an adventure. Do you want to know her nickname in the second book? She's called the Daughter Hasn't of Rebellion. Hasn't she been it? She's like ah, the no, Storm. There's a new one. There's a new one. She's called the Daughter of Rebellion by literally oh, so she's everyone. Like the cat. Oh, she's like the Katniss of this series. Yes. Noise. I reckon she's slightly more impulsive than Katniss. I don't, yeah, but she has like a metal arm that can do a lot of damage. She's allowed to be slightly impulsive, I think. Because who's going to try and stop everything. her? <laughs> who's going to stop her when she can just turn around and be like, no. <laughs> and People no. try. People try. They try. Emphasis on the word try. <laughs> I know. I think every time she's got, she gets told this is a rule, she just doesn't do it. Like, don't go to deck eight. Going to deck eight. You're not allowed on the airship. I'm going to defend her on this one. She is invited to go on to deck eight because well, yeah, the doctor I agree with that. tells her, like, we need you, come on up. <laughs> no, I agree with that. But it's just like, if you look at it, every time she's told a rule or told no, she just goes and does it. And I, she's like, ha ha, no. I got a metal arm, come fuck with me. Oh, but I love that. But it also, I don't know if I've got the energy to deal with that tonight for book two. So I'm going to give it maybe a week and then have that anxiety through book two. I don't know. Book three's not out yet. I'm not sure if I can live through book two to then know there's... I have to wait, like, a year. No, I doubt it, it'll be it's, a year. It's, it's out soon, apparently. It was supposed to be out so, in yes. April. So, come on, Frenzy. Get your shit together. 
If not, you know, if you need an editor, Beth will edit it because she'll want to know the answers. Just kind of yes. put that out there. <laughs> yes, I do. I really do. <laughs> I mean, that's 100% part of the reason why she's like, Sarah, can I edit your books? Because I just want to know what happens before everyone else. Because <laughs> you've told me, but I've forgotten. I don't know. I don't know if I've gone into detail about the Sabuna series with you, my OG books. No, you haven't. No. Oh, you know, is Camilla and Jerome get married, and that's about it. That's about it. And that doesn't happen till a prologue, prologue, epilogue chapter in like book three. <laughs> so back to the lightning seeker before I try and strangle Sarah through the computer. There, I've literally wrote. See what I really liked. You know the healer ship. Yes, the, the disguise I- they have. The Ignis. The smarts behind the disguise. That they look the, like a, like such a they disguise ship, themselves as so a nice. um, scrap collector ship, and they've done it mm-hmm. in such a way that when an AI scans so it, it can't get past the first five layers of what? scrap, yeah. so that it hides the inside, which is designed to be a hospital. It, it I, it's so brilliantly it's so thought out. It's, the whole of this thing is, it's so clever. You get der- you delve into the world. And it's just there, you're there. And then when there's, you're on the airships, you're just... Every ship is slightly different as it would be. That, there's such minor, minor details that when you're reading it, on like an off comment, you'd be like, oh, that's really cool. Then when you actually look into it, you consider it like, holy shit, no, so much thought has gone into this. Like It's ins- you've sat, insane. You've sat down and actually thought through this to the point where you have decided, oh... This is going to be the disguise. This is how they're going to disguise themselves. Like this is how. Remi- this oh, is why. It reminds me of the first book we did with the apocalypse, the apocalyptic one. Oh yeah, one, yeah, yeah. Where runners, runners, the that runners. was it. Where there were so many details mm. that we were looking oh, no, into. Yeah. The minute I started reading into that, I was like, Beth is going to enjoy the detail in this and the thought and the I fact that just a minor, so like, one-off comment has such depth and such thought. And you can just... I think small things like that show the amount of love that's gone into a book and how, like, how much of a person that book is. And I think that can't be hyped up enough that someone's put so much effort into something. And that's why I'm like, everyone go read this! Other than, you know... Be prepared to just want to scream because she's so. Oh. I dropped my phone. <laughs> you heard a big bang. Oh. That was my phone. I don't. Honestly, I don't hear anything. But yes. So, is there anything else you want to add? Because I feel like we've just talked about everything all at once there. Because we've got a lot of emotions to do with this book. Because I feel like we both read it in one day. <laughs> so it's like. Oh. And the thing is, we haven't really spoken about it either, so it's all just kind of coming out. That's why, because normally we have like maybe a half chat, and like, mm-hmm. yeah, we've just there's a bike. That's fine. It's gone now. I can't hear it anyway. Okay. Hold on. Yeah. Okay. It's gone. But yeah. But yeah. Oh. Anything else you want to add, other than you want book three now? No, that's all I can add. I want book three. (laughs) Okay, so yes, we love this book. And now, I'm going to tell you what the next book is. Yeah, you'll have to, because my Wattpad is fucking working. 
Oh, I got it up before we started recording because I thought that would happen. So the next book is called The Princess Test by Sing Me to Sleep 6. Six. Okay, I'll give you... Six. I'll give you a wee synopsis. Um, For hundreds of years, the royal family of Isadora has been forced to choose their spouses from eligible commoners within ten, the ten wards of the country. For hundreds of years, these common families have lived in fear of losing the people they love most to a world they may never understand. 26-year-old Marlissa, Marlisa Rivers, we're going to have to debate how we say that name, okay. is an independent, stubborn, we've got another stubborn, oh. young woman who works as a healer in Ward 6. She's dragged away from her home, her family, her boyfriend. Oh no, she's got a boyfriend. Oh, when no. she's chosen by Prince, when she's chosen by Prince Alexander, I do like the name Alexander though. So I'm like, oh no, please don't be a twat. She must spend the six, the next six months in a palace with the royal family and her fellow chosen as she prepares for her wedding and the day she is to be crowned queen. But adjusting to life as a royal isn't her biggest problem. It's trying not trying to fall in love with Alexander while he struggles to fall in love with her too. Ooh. Amidst a painful love triangle. Oh, fucking hell. I hate love triangles. <laughs> Separated sorry, from like, her Whoa. loved ones. <laughs> it was fine that I read the next thing of uh, Amidst the Painful Love Triangle. Don't like love triangles. Straight, separated from her loved ones and an earth-shattering war. There's a war? Why are you just putting that in, like, willy-nilly? Marlisa, Marlisa... And Mayor, I'm just going to call her Mayor and Alexander, tried to create a bond that will last a lifetime. With her outspoken nature and his inability to communicate, oh, I've had that relationship, it seems like they'll be trapped in a loveless marriage. <laughs> they soon discover that even the most unconventional of arrangements can result in relationships unlike anything the world has ever seen. How they choose to respond in this discovery, though, is the ultimate test. This is like the selection series, but with like... I don't want to offend anyone who's read the the selection series, but with like an actual good protagonist. <sighs> I don't like America singer. I'm sorry. I really don't like her. And I like the fact that this is just there. It looks like they're actually going to be tackling being away from home, being chosen, all that like that. Does there have to be a love triangle? I feel like I need to read all the synopsis because your reactions to me reading the synopsis there was quite funny. Bike's back. Yes, bike. I agree. Yeah. Mm hmm. It's going to be a story. Okay, he's gone. But yes, you really should. Yeah. Yes. That so, was fun. how do you feel about that book, Beth? Other than, you know, laughing at my reaction to stuff as it comes. I feel next week is going to be a hell of an episode because I reckon it's just going to be me sat here and you ranting about how much you hate the love triangle. There's a sequel! Oh, God, what's that going to say about this? <laughs> <sighs> right, should, should we end this before you go off on another one? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I can't say anything. I shouldn't say anything about love triangles. I have put one. Uh, there is one in my husband of series, but it's, it's very, very excited. Well, it's a very one-sided one because we all know where everyone's loyalties really lie, <laughs> apart from one character who can't yes. get his shit together. Oh well. So yes, oh. this was our episode on Lightning Seeker, Beth's new favorite series. <laughs> Honestly, yes. <laughs> 
Um, and we will be doing the princess test next week. Do you want to promote our socials? So you should know. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook under. The- <laughs> I'm sorry, she's stabbing. <laughs> sorry, I had a wee dance. <laughs> right, yeah, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook under the username What Are You Reading? You can also find us under that on Wattpad, but the username on there is Welshy and Scotty Pod because I think it had the word Watty in it and they told us no. But we're doing a podcast about your books. You can also find all our previous podcast episodes on every platform that supports this, such as Apple iPods, Me- Google Podcasts. Why did I say iPods? That's wrong. And if you are listening on the Apple, if you are listening on the Apple, please leave us a review and a star rating because then it boosts up our score on Apple and that means more people can find Find the podcast and that means more people. And that also gives us some feedback about what you think about the podcast because, no offence, but everyone on Instagram's just been really nice but I feel like there must be some improvements we can do because this is us going on to like... Nine or ten, so yeah, we got this. So yes, thank you so much for listening and we will see you very soon. Bye. Well, you'll hear us very soon. Let's correct myself there. Bye bye. Bye.